This is the summary of the Maimur in the middle of Daf Yud. So the Alter Rebbe explained that we, mitzvahs need to have Shmira. So the question is, what is the Shmira? So we quoted a statement in the Sifri that the Shmira is through the study of Tater Shabbat Peh. So we explained there's two types of Shmira. There's the Shmira of garments that are fitted to the person, and there's the Shmira of the house that surrounds the person, regardless of his individual measurements. And we went on to quote some sukkim to support this idea. And then we looked at why it is that Torah Shabbat Peh specifically ensures the protection that our Torah learning should not be hijacked by something outside of the service of Hashem. And we explained uh, that Torah Shabbat Peh points out all of the nuance in detail that fully develops the Torah Shabbat Sav so that we can understand not only what it to do, but what is the essence behind it. And we're particular about the statement in the in Nach where it says, My words I place in your mouth. So it's not Hillel's words or Shammai's words, but they're God's words. They are simply manifest through Hillel or through Shammai. And then we went on to describe the, like the function of a house which protects a person from the elements, so too the study of Mishnah protects a person to make sure that their uh, mitzvah execution is done properly. This now allowed us to understand the process of the psukim or the sequence of the psukim, that it says this is the mitzvah, that is when we draw down the will of Hashem, the level that is like the protection of the soyveh into the lasus uh, to do them in the land, to bring them down here into the mamala. We take the abstract and we make it immediate. Then we start a new mimer that's based on a, uh, another pasuk in the parsha Dvarim Lamatidas Hashem Alekecha. That our mitzvah, our, our mission is to understand this idea that they are called the mitzvahs of Hashem and that they come from Malchus. And again, we started to talk about how mitzvahs come really from Atzmas of Hashem. The challenge is that in order to go from Atzmas, even from the level of Atzilas, into the level of Bria, it must pass through Malchus, because Atzilas is way too much Giloi, even for Malachim, even for the residents of Bria, even for the creation of Bria, as uh, amorphous as that is, as non-nuanced as that is, it cannot be Makabal directly from Atzilas. So it passes through this transformative experience called the Malchus. And Malchus is linked to Kesar. So just as the Kesar sits on top of the head and it is, it is higher than the person, but it is manifest through the dictates of Malchus, so too the infinity of Hashem is expressed through the specifics of the Malchus of, uh, of, uh, uh, of, the, of the rules and the specific mitzvahs. And this is considered a, a yesh miyayin, because relative to the level of Bria, Atzilus is ayin, it's, it's uncomprehensible. And this helps us understand the development even internally within ourselves, that we have this level of soive, but it's too abstract. So it has to pass through the malchus, which is through the whole process of intellect, which begets midos, which results in behavior. And this is the, the whole objective that we see, the, the concept of the top being wedged in the bottom. And this is why before every mitzvah, we do it once a day before Baruch we make the declaration to never forget that our objective is to uh, evoke the unity of Kutcher and Shechinteh. 
we have to make sure that those two are absolutely not bifurcated. And that can happen if we allow ourselves to get in the middle. And this is the idea that a child doesn't have the ability to produce outside of himself. They're completely self-absorbed. But as their intellect grows, they have the capacity to impact the world, to bring about true unification. And that's the goal of intellect. And this is what is illustrated in the distinction between Reb Meir and Shlomo HaMelech, that we praise them by the quantity of their masholim. 300, 3,000. Why is that so fantastic? Why is that so important? Because it's the ability to take an abstract idea and bring it down into the most tangible. So now we can go circle back to the Pusik that says, and now Yidin, Ma Hashem Imach, what does Hashem ask me? You should fear him. And the Gemara explains that it's not just Ma, what, but Maya, a hundred. What does Hashem ask? He asks you for a hundred touch points, a hundred brachas. So now we understand that this is the idea that we want to draw down this level that is ordinarily overwhelming, like at Tarsina, when our souls left our bodies, we bring it down through the hundred brachas, each one of those being another mechanism through which we make it into Hashem Elikecha, the personalized experience of it, not just that Hashem and Elikim are one, the personalized experience, because Torah is rooted in the level of Keser and the level of Chacham that's beyond it. And the, ma- the ma- manner in which it is manifest through us is through the mitzvahs, which is what we are able to grasp, like the levushim, and again, like the levushim that are distinct from the house, both are makif, but the levushim are personalized, and the house is uh, 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 impersonalized. It's not, it's not uh, tailored to the individual. And this is why we understand that when a person does an Aveira, he now has a prosecutor because he has now allowed the concept of Torah to be hijacked away from him. And the manner to protect himself for this is through the Shemitah of total Bittal, which is why we have to have the bowings during the Shemona Esrei to ensure that our Torah is in pursuit and driven by love and fear of Hashem and not, God forbid, by any selfish objective which would disrupt the relationship consequence.